Good morning, everybody. Welcome into the Daily Draft Report. It's your daily dose of prospect information for the 2023 NFL Draft brought to you by Campus Canton. Speaking of Campus Canton, tonight we got on one of our co-founders. Oh, first, let's let's do the player first. Player first is Michael Mayer, tight end, Notre Dame junior, six foot four and a half inches tall, 249 pounds. And like I said, one of the co-founders at Campus Canton, some say he's the best in most circles. They, they, they say this. So it's Colin Decker. Colin, how you doing, man? I'm good. What an what an intro. I mean, I I know that I'm one of, if not the best, but you know, it is it's nice to actually get that recognition. You know, when you're not the when you're not the loudest, um, sometimes you get overlooked a little bit. Or posting funny videos of punching other members of founders. Yeah. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so exactly. Definitely one of the more the behind the scenes quieter ones, that's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I hang out behind the scenes. You know, I don't, I don't need all this flash and recognition that some other, uh, some other founders might need, you know? Um, but, uh, I'm, I'm just, I'm happy to be on, man. I'm, I love, uh, love coming on this. And I think last year I talked to tight end, so I've got to talk tight ends here again. I'm becoming, uh, the Chris Moxley of, of tight ends. (laughs) I have no idea who you're talking about, about needing more recognition. No idea who you could be talking about. Player profile for Michael Mayer. He was a five-star, 32nd overall prospect in the class of 2020. Played Covington Catholic High School at Independence, Kentucky, where he was named Gatorade Player of the Year as a senior. He's a freshman All-American his first season, 42 catches, 450 and two. Had 71 catches for 840 yards, seven touchdowns as a sophomore. Then followed it up his junior season with 57 catches, 809 yards, nine touchdowns, where he was named first-team AP All-American and finalist for the John Mackey Award. Had an okay combine, uh, ran a 4.740 yard dash, which most people don't like, but I think it was pretty much expected. That's definitely not his game. Uh, vertical jump, 32 and a half, broad jump, nine foot, 10 inches. So that's the, that's the profile. So let's look at the, the tape. So what do you see, Colin? What, do you, what skills do you think will make him successful in the NFL? Yeah, so I think the first thing that stands out with Mayer is his hands. I mean, this dude is just a vacuum. Uh, he does not drop passes. He's got great hands. He hangs on through contact, hangs on over the middle, you know, just, just strong concentration all around in terms of, of receiving work. Um, so fantastic hands, but just beyond that as well, he's, he's got good nuance as a route runner. You know, you, you touched on a little bit, maybe the athletic limitations, which we can also get into in the next section there a little bit later too, but he's very, he has a lot of nuance in his route. He's a very smart route runner. Uh, he has also good body control too, which you see within the route. And you also see, you know, when he's trying to make a catch along the sidelines or, um, you know, over the middle or wherever it ends up being. So good body control too. And then his ball skills as well. Good jump ball receiver. You know, he'll be a guy who he's not going to be the best red zone weapon. He's not, you know, a monster like Darnell Washington, but he'll be a reliable option for you in the red zone as well. So his, he is, I think the best overall receiving tight end in this class now i know some of the other ones have uh, like dalton kincaid is a very good receiving tight end as well luke musgrave good receiving tight end as well but i think overall profile was michael profile wise michael Mayer is the best receiving tight end here and it shows up on tape and in the stat sheet i mean this dude led notre dame in receiving pretty much back-to-back years. I mean, he did this past year. I think he led him in at least two of the three major categories uh, as a sophomore as well. Had a very nice freshman season too. So right off the jump, this dude came in and made a difference. But then on top of his receiving as well, he's a a solid blocker. You know, he's he's a good blocker. He's not 
you know, out there pancaking people, but he's very technically sound. He, I saw him make a nice jump in that from his sophomore to his junior season. Uh, and I think he's going to be a guy who can play in line pro ready right away. Right. I think if you look up like what you want in a tight end exactly, I mean, it's Mayer almost to a T. Like the fact he said he's very natural as a receiver. He definitely is a mismatch over the middle just because of the variety of routes he can run and he catches everything. And then the fact that he's improved as a blocker makes him even, he's never going to get off the field. He's a guy I think that will see, you know, the field from day one and just be a solid NFL starter for, for many years. It's funny. You mentioned the leading the receiving. He probably led him as a, as a freshman too, with only 47. He was up there. <laughs> <laughs> he was up there. Notre Dame, not exactly known for their proficient, proficient cast pass catchers. So yeah, just a lot to love about his game. And so like, what do we not like? Like we met, we glanced on it a little bit, the athletic limitations. So what else is there? You see, you can hold him back a little bit. Honestly, I think the only thing that really would hold him back is his athletic abilities. Um, his So his, his RAS score, a relative athletic score uh, by Ken Lee Platt, uh, for anybody who might not be familiar with that, it, you know, it, it kind of looks at all of the aspects of the combine and, a, and an athletic profile and spits out one raw score. So when I looked at that after immediately after the combine there's some unofficial results still at that point it was over the threshold that you're looking for which is like an eight which that's like a great score since then it has dropped slightly under that it's a 7.58 now and i think that kind of is where i would expect it to be that kind of hovers right around that like you know zach Ertz, austin hooper hunter henry like right in that range where they're a good athlete they're not a great athlete and a lot of times the elite, elite tight ends are great athletes. You know, the the Gronks, the Travis Kelsey's, the George Kittles, the Tony Gonzalez's. So, you know, he's probably his athletic limitations are probably going to hold him back from ever hitting that ceiling. But I think his athletic profile is good enough that he'll be a, a solid, reliable option there. But outside of his athletic limitations, he doesn't have a lot of weaknesses in his game. You know, like I said, he can play in line, very good receiver, probably needs to add a little bit of strength and improve his blocking technique a little bit. But I think that'll come in the NFL as well. Right. It's kind of funny that we've talked about him as the what tight end, tight end one in this class for so long that it almost feels yep. like we're we're kind of let down when we're talking like this, you know. But the bottom line is he's still a very good tight end prospect, but he may not be that level. We get kind of spoiled by the guys like Pitts that come out with the athletic yeah. profile. You know, and he's not that, but he is still a damn good tight end. He still could be. I mean, it wouldn't be hard to be a tight end one in the NFL these days. I mean, you catch 50 balls for 800 yards for a tight end one. You know, so yeah, yeah, the position's a wasteland nowadays. Yeah, that's well within reach of what he can do. As far as draft spot, I mean, he's probably a late first round guy. The Bengals are a very trendy pick for him. Um, I see him going in mock drafts recently to the Packers, uh, Washington at 16 too, but there's a, a lot to the Bengals. So do you, what do you think is the best fit for him? Do you like the Bengals? Is there another team you like a lot or. I mean, I think from a pure NFL perspective, the Bengals would be a good landing spot. They are in need of a tight end. They have a lot of other pieces along, you know, receiving pieces that they can use where they can afford to keep mayor in line as a blocker. And then have him be like, you know, a safety valve at times. So from an NFL perspective, I do think that's a great fit. From a selfish fantasy perspective, I would want to see him go to an op an offense where he'll have an opportunity to be play more of a role in the passing game. 
I think one of the places that stands out to me is Seattle. I think Seattle has DK. They have Tyler Lockett, but they don't have a third option in that passing attack. So I think Michael Mayer can be that third option in that passing attack. And he also brings an element as a blocker, which I think that Seattle is going to value given their, you know, tough run first kind of a nature. Uh, I also think similarly, I could see a Detroit being a good landing spot for similar reasons as well. They have solid other receiving options, but he can provide another piece on top of that. He could be their number three in that passing attack and provide some blocking. So I think Detroit and Seattle would be my two preferred landing spots from a fantasy perspective. Yeah, I like that. And I do like Green Bay too, but I just don't like him at 15. You know, I I think that's too rich for a player of Mayer's caliber. If he goes to the second round, that definitely opens up a lot of really different landing spots. Uh, Dallas at 26 is a mock too. Dallas might be okay. Yeah. Um, Assuming they move on, you know, that they give up on Ferguson and Hendershot already. I think they've got other needs and they probably will stick with one of those guys, but. Yeah, so there's a lot of different places. Um, do you have a player comp for Mayer? Or? I don't have like a specific one-for-one comp. I'm not great at comparisons, but I think he really uh, is in that mold of a couple guys that I mentioned before. That Zach Ertz, you know, Austin Hooper, Hunter Henry, throw Jason Witten in there too. I was going to say, uh, Jason Witten is through the draft yeah. network comped him. I like that. Okay. Yeah, I think that that fits. Like that's a, he's a very solid, technically sound player who is going to be a nice safety blanket. He's not going to pick up a ton of yards after the catch because that's not his game. He's not going to be stretching the seam again, not his game, but just very reliable. He's going to be a guy who is in the NFL for a decade to 15 years, however long he wants to play and just hanging out on a roster, starting being very good. Yeah. We saw it a lot at Notre Dame too. The, there were so many times that he made first down catches. I mean, the yeah. dude is like a first down machine. I mean, that's just where he is. You know, he sits down right in the middle of the zone there. Like, like you said, he's he's going to stick around for a while. I saw that Witten comp, and I'm like, I actually really love that. I loved Witten too. Yeah. Not, never, never sexy, but always mm-hmm. just, you could rely on him. You know, you throw him in there every week, you know, you're going to get five catches, six catches, maybe a yeah. touchdown. Yeah. And I every think week. Yeah, I think it'll depend on the offense he goes to as far as his future fantasy value. But I think that you can say that for a lot of tight ends. I think the tight end position, probably more so than any other position, is really dependent on the team and the scheme and and how they're going to use the tight end. And I think he has a very safe floor and his ceiling might not be quite as high as others. But I could see him being a, you know, back end tight end one for the next, you know, like I said, 10, 15 or so years. Yep. All right. Thank you, Colin. Thank you for coming on. I'm sp- sorry it took so long. I, I feel like hey, I, you know what? No worries. So, gonna... I'm, I'm, you know, I'm always around. You know, you can always, because uh, hit me up. I'm good whenever. You got to get some of the, the flashier people out there first, you know, some of the <laughs> people who are louder and you know, their name. But you know why I got you on this week is because I wanted to do it before you got your bachelor party in case you died mm, this weekend. So that's, that's you also know. a smart call. That's a smart call. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Colin, tell everybody where they can find you and find your work. Yeah. yeah um, I'm one of the co-founders over at campus to Canton.com. Uh, that's where you can find all of, all of my work. Not a ton of written work that, that comes out of there, but you know, I do a lot of work in the guides, a lot of work behind the scenes, one of the rankers over there. Um, so definitely go uh, go check out campstcan.com and all of the stuff we have going on over there. All right, you can find me on Twitter, FF Champ, this podcast, Daily Draft RPRT. 
part of the Campus to Keaton podcast family. Make sure you check out all our podcasts, including the official Chasing the Natty, Debbie Debate. We got all sorts of them. So make sure you check all those out. Thank you guys very much for listening. We will talk to you tomorrow.